morning, America. This is your host, Ida Baker, on the Homefront Podcast, where discussion is focused in on the domestic impact of changes that occur throughout the world. Today, we'll be, we will be discussing a topic that you've probably never heard of before, the coronavirus pandemic of 2020. <laughs> While there's much discussion going on about the way this virus is affecting people around the world, the voices of average civilians fail to be heard. So, I plan to interview a few of my family members to see how this virus is affecting them, as they are in various stages of life. To start off on an encouraging note, Donald Trump stated, All of American society is is engaged and mobilized in the war against the invisible enemy. While we must remain vigilant, it is clear that our aggressive strategy is working. All right, so the first person that I'm going to interview today is my beautiful mother, Edna Baker. Hey, Mom, I'm so excited that you have joined us today because you play a unique role in the craziness that's going on around us. But before we get into that, I would like to ask you some questions. that I'm asking everybody else. So what has been the hardest part of this quarantine for you? And then also, what are some ways that it's impacted you positively? Okay, Um, it's a good question. I think that one of the hardest things, because you can't really nail it down, is just feeling restricted and like your freedoms are not normal. It's not like normal. You're Mm -hmm. told what you can and can't do in a very different way. So that has been hard, Um, but positive thing is that I think that I've tried and I'm really trying to trust the Lord and, and talk to him about these things like struggles and feeling like that. Um, I can't really figure out things like I normally do, just go and take care of everything. Um, yeah. But instead I have to rely on him a lot more and he comes through in some awesome ways. So I'm thankful. That's so cool. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I would like to take a couple of moments and just talk to you a bit about your job. So where do you work and um, how has that been impacted by COVID-19? Okay. Yeah. I work part-time at Northwestern Hospital in McHenry, not too far from here. And I work as a nursing supervisor there. And um, it's been definitely impacted by COVID-19 way back um, when we weren't really seeing any cases. There were scares of cases. And that seemed so foreign and so new. And now oh, yeah. it's like been dealing with it for two months plus and people have like kind of the, you know, the daily run, they know what to do, the basics of it, but the, it keeps changing every day. Yeah, the guidelines. Still struggling. So, yep, definitely a learning, <laughs> a lot to learn. But um, so it was impacted in ways just like, more more panic in the staff at first, mm. trying to take care of the patients in a way that was protective of each other and not spreading the virus, um, not bringing it home to their families. And, mm. and that's yeah. still definitely a big concern, very big. So, um, but I feel like the leadership and the teams there have really put together a plan and tried to make good support supporting plans to um, – take care of patients as they come and as increased numbers come and 
and now hopefully decrease numbers um, as we move through this time, hopefully. So, so um, as nursing supervisor, you get to talk to a lot of people and you see a lot of people in different situations. Mm -hmm. And um, so how are you able to encourage people during this time or um, make an impact in the staff there? The staff, I try to just um, come alongside of them and get in with them in the work and not just stand apart from them mm -hmm. and tell them, yeah. you know, suggestions, but also just get in there side by side, shoulder to shoulder and, and um, put the masks on, get the bedside, um, talk to the families, you know, offer to help hands on and in talking to families, come up with different ways to bring families in without being there physically. So that's one of the big things. Families are not allowed to visit or friends, anyone, no visitors right now to the hospital, which is really odd and strange that and hard. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so um, coming up with ways to do it when we need to and support families and, and work, you know, employees like that. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, but. for sure. Um, so there's a lot of people around that are worried and panicking during this time. So, I mean, you see this virus face-to-face -face when you're at work. So I was wondering what's your best advice for people that are really worried um, or just American citizens in general? Sure, I'll try. I mean, I guess I try with anything to pray about it. And um, I guess I'd like to say just, like, you got to be grateful for our health and really not take That's it true. for granted. Yeah. And also just this, yeah, this virus is real and it's harsh and it's unknown. So um, it's really hard in that way, but it is a virus. I mean, mm -hmm. hopefully this too will pass. And it does seem like there's hope for sure that it won't stay around forever. Um, and just, you know, try not to panic. Try to come alongside each other and support each other in creative ways whether we're working in the front line, working in the back line, whatever that means, you know, <laughs> the day-to-day -day neighbors. We still need to reach out to each other, check on each other, and cool. keep on. So, like, a lot of people have been trying to help out by making cards or bringing masks and other supplies to the hospital. Does this even make any difference or help out at all? Definitely makes a difference, yep. I've had people give me personally um, masks and headbands with buttons and um, things to hold the masks on our head better, and uh, definitely makes a difference. And it makes people know that we care, that others care, and that they're not there alone. Um, also, sometimes people have made handmade cards, like with their kids, and brought them to us there, and that has been really meaningful. And they've gone up on the walls in different places and break rooms and stuff, and they've stayed on the walls, and people look at them and for months now. So they're not coming down. They're still impactful and people still want to see that encouragement. Um, and the donations are definitely being used too. Masks are being used. It seemed like at first, oh, maybe we'll have plenty, but it's gone on so long that now it is like, yeah, we're using those donations. So, so thankful. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining me today and for your time. I'm just so grateful for you and how much you're sacrificing as a frontline worker. Thanks, Ida.
The next person I'm going to interview is my younger sister, Emma. Hey, Emma. I'm so excited you're willing to answer a few questions today. So to begin, can you please tell us how old you are and a few things that you like to do? I am seven years old, and I like to play games. That's cool. What kind of games do you like to play? Candyland. Oh, that's fun. So, what is one thing that's been hard about the coronavirus and staying at home? And then what's one thing that you've enjoyed or had fun doing because of it? Well, I got to stay home for my birthday, and I don't really get to see any of my family and friends. Like extended family? Yeah. Me, mom, stuff. Yeah, I feel you there. But you did have a really cool birthday party at home with all those cars driving by and honking. That was really special. So... All right, so you enjoy writing cards to people and making them feel special, right? Yes. So, well, many people around think that writing cards might take too long or is boring. How long does it take you to make a nice card for someone? About, like, ten minutes. That's not very long, right? No? (laughs) She's shaking her head, yes. Well, it's not really that long. But what's the best part about writing cards to people? They write you back. That's so cool. You get cards back from, like, other friends from church and stuff like that? Yes. That's so fun. Well, Emma is a very special girl, and she makes our family smile and laugh countless times every day, which helps make this pandemic go by quicker. (laughs) Writing to others is just one of the ways she's able to spread joy throughout this tough time. For teenagers, that could be through texting or emailing. Other ways we can do this is by setting up a virtual meeting with a group of friends or just a chat or maybe making cards for frontline workers like my mom. Thanks again for making the world a better place, Emma, and for talking with me today. See ya. All right, so the last guest that I am going to be interviewing today is my younger sister, Anna, who's in sixth grade. Howdy, Anna. It's so fun to have you on the podcast because you're such a fun person to be around. In this edition, I have been asking everybody two questions. What has been the hardest part of the stay-at-home order, and then what has been the most exciting part? Well, the hardest part would probably be... um, Miss seeing friends, and um, I was going to be in a play, and I was super excited about it, but then it got canceled. Man, that is really a bummer. But what has been something that's exciting? Um, I really liked spending more time with my family and just doing fun things with them. That's so cool. 
So how have you been staying connected with these friends that you said you missed a lot during this time? What are like some ways that you still stay connected with them? Um, I've been doing a lot of Zoom calls, emailing them, calling them and saying hi. It's been really encouraging to still be able to talk to them that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so grateful for technology and how it allows us to do that. So great. So finally... What are you most looking forward to doing after the quarantine is lifted? Um, I'm just super excited to see my friends and give people hugs. Just see people. That's so cool. Yeah, this question really shows like what we care most about. I know I am really excited to go to the DMV once it opens and get my license. So. Well, thank you so much for hopping on today and sharing a glimpse of how this has affected your life. So have a great day, Anna. Thanks. Before I end this, I would like to say thank you to all of the teachers out there. From the ones I've talked to, it seems like this time has been very difficult for them, especially the ones that have young kids at home. Your hard work is greatly appreciated, and all of the teachers in my life have done an, a spectacular job. To all the high schoolers out there who are struggling with schoolwork, you're doing a great job. I know it is difficult to not have your teachers right there to help. Also, what has really helped me is emailing my teachers. The good teachers write back long and very helpful explanations to my questions. I think our pride takes over sometimes and we forget that there are others around us who have our backs. Let's unite as a group of teens and make 2020 the best it can be. Thank you all for joining me today on this episode of the Homefront Podcast. We will get through this with much prayer, smiling, and togetherness. Oh, thank you.